WXDX FM, Pittsburgh. Yesterday was a fantasy football marathon on ESPN, which means I didn't watch ESPN all day. That's my version of ESPN's fantasy football marathon. Actually, last night, I must confess, I peaked. And I saw a bunch of below-the-line ESPN types having a fantasy draft. How's that get on TV? Uh, At least it didn't involve Michelle Beadle. I don't think. I only watched for 30 seconds. They should have a comic book hero fantasy draft. My money would be on Olbermann. Superman goes first. Antonio Brown goes number two. Picked by Antonio Brown. I hate fantasy football because it warps our perspective. If you're a Steeler fan, but your fantasy running back is playing against the Steelers that week, then you root for your back and not the Steelers. And every quarterback who can run even a little bit has been overrated since the advent of fantasy football because of his greater potential for fantasy points. Mike Vick was a prime example. Cam Newton, too, except for that one great year. If you're going to play fantasy football, get in a league that charges a ton and you can win a ton. Prove that you could be a real fantasy GM. I know one league that costs 3 k to enter and you can win tens of thousands. But if your buying is 50 bucks and you can't even win a grand, it's just playtime. Football is back. Fantasy football is also back. I tolerate the former. I can't stand the latter. Hey, fantasy football, guess what? You just made the list. Speaking of Jericho, he's been on Twitter talking about his impending free agency. Actually, I think he's a free agent right now, but uh, he's never wanted to do anything to upset WWE. But I think he might. I think he might cash in with, with some of the stuff that Ring of Honor and New Japan are doing in the U.S., like having that show at Madison Square Garden the day before WrestleMania next year. Also, Jericho's buddy, my buddy too, Don Callis, runs Impact Wrestling, which is really bad. I have a feeling Jericho might go there at some point to see if he can help Don really resurrect it. Don's a great wrestling mind. Uh, it's too late for me to get back in that game at any level, but Don Callis is one of the few guys in wrestling I would ever work for. I don't know the people at Ring of Honor. When Kevin Kelly was there, I would have considered it. New York, no chance. WWE, no chance. Just, I, it, I, I wouldn't like it. I don't need the money, and I wouldn't like it. And that's for any job. I wouldn't like it. There are certain guys I'd love to see again, like, well, I mean, I you know, Charlotte works there, and Arn Anderson and Fit Finley work there. But Steve Regal, William Regal, pardon me. But I just, I just wouldn't enjoy it. William Regal, by the way, he was Steve Regal every place else. He got to WWE. They didn't want him to have the same first name as Stone Cold Steve Austin. So he became... William Regal. And believe it or not, in wrestling think, that makes absolute sense. I perfectly see the point. Uh, The list brought to you by Matt Mertz Plumbing. Count on a name you can trust. Call 412-367-0815 for 
for all your plumbing, heating, and cooling needs. What if a group of white supremacists had a fantasy football draft? Who would they draft? Christian McCaffrey would be the first pick overall. Ain't nobody whiter than him. And then a bunch of tight ends instead of receivers. Gronk would go high, obviously. The draft would go two runs and then run out of white guys, except at quarterback, of course. I wonder what Ron Kaepernick would get taken in that draft. I tried to do a National Socialist Football League fantasy draft, and there was stuff I sketched out that was really funny. There's just no way to do it. No way. No way. It would have been funny, but just would have been more trouble than funny was worth. Although I will say this. I bet those guys would put out a heck of a food spread. You know, you'd have the like the, the, the beer and the big steins. And, you know, and who am I kidding? They'd probably just get wings and one of those real long hoagies. 412-333-9939, the number to call. Oh, by the way, I just looked it up. Cam Newton had 754 yards rushing last year. That's amazing. I'd draft him for fantasy, not to play for my team in the NFL. It, it is something. That year he won the MVP, you look at his career stats. Except for that MVP year, he's been average or below average. But that MVP year, he could do no wrong until the Super Bowl when he folded up like a cheap suit. We got Dejon at the bottom of the hour. Dejon wrote a column that the Steelers aren't likable. Hey, wait a minute. That's my column. I uh, I need my column today was good though. I wrote about how we fall in like with sports stars too easily. Check that out at PittsburghLive.com. Tomorrow's gonna suck. Tomorrow for me is gonna suck. I have to take delivery of a refrigerator, a washer, and a dryer. It suddenly strikes me off to clean out my refrigerator before that happens. And also uh, take all the crap off the top of my washing machine before that happens. When, Lord? When does it all end? And uh, then I have to go online and get Aerosmith tickets. And, like, I'm not sure when to go because it's, it's next spring and summer in Vegas. They open the run in April, during what would be the first week of the NHL playoffs. Okay, can't go then. Late June. I think I can go late June. I know I can go early July, and there's some shows in August, too. You know, it sounds cliched. It sounds like too Vegas-y, as you think it might. When rock groups do residencies in Las Vegas, you think of like Wayne Newton, Liberace, people like that, but... I'm here to tell you, I've seen a bunch of groups do residencies. I've seen Motley Crue do it. I've seen Kiss do it. I've seen Rod Stewart many times doing it. I'm going to see Queen do it next month. I'll be doing my show live from fabulous Las Vegas. But um, it's great because the sound system is bell clear because it's set up and left there. If you go to two or three shows in a week, they change the set list because they know people are going to two or three shows in a week. And there's kind of a comfortability there that makes it better. Like Rod Stewart is better in Vegas than he is when he's on the road. 
No question. Although, you know what's weird? You'd think he'd be an old and all. He'd just stay in Vegas during the residency, like, you know, in a suite at Caesars Palace where the shows are. He goes home to L.A. after every show. Every single show. Private plane. And it's not like he's, you know, in the back of a cab for however many hours it takes to get to L.A., but but still, that's uh, it's worth seeing those groups in their residencies. Motley Crue was great because you could tell. They were getting more drunk and drugged up by the day. Just staying there in Vegas and taking it all in. Literally. Kiss was good in Vegas. Oh, you know who else I saw in residency? Guns N' Roses. The faux Guns N' Roses with Axel and, and all the other guys before Slash and Duff came back. And uh, and that, I, I saw the last ever faux Guns N' Roses show. I saw two shows in two nights, the end of the run at the Hard Rock in Vegas. And that was when Axel showed up late all the time. Like the show started each two hours late because that's how Axel was back then. In fact, it's how he still would be now, except Slash said, the first time you're late, I'm done. He said that point blank. The only way I'm doing this, if we go on stage every night at the assigned time, and so far, so good. Uh, Axel is a bit nuts, but he knows a last chance saloon when he bellies up to that bar. And But, but, but the best was... Uh, the last night of Guns N' Roses at, uh, at the Hard Rock, they got introduced by Nicolas Cage. I think I told the story when I came back. Okay? Nicolas Cage was wearing a Nicolas Cage t-shirt in which he looked remarkably like he did standing there on the stage. Ever see like a, one of those shots, a photograph of a mirror, 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 like a never-ending reflection? I was pretty drunk, so that's what it reminded me of. And speaking of pretty drunk, Nick Cage was absolutely incoherent. And like after he introduced Guns N' Roses, which I just did not Nick Cage style. Then he went on some soliloquy about something else. I'm sure even Axel thought it was weird. 412-333-9939, the number to call. You know, I used to go to that fantasy football draft I talked about to, to watch the draft and eat, but since the Pittsburgh Steak Company closed, I'm not even sure where they have it. But that was something, though. I got to tell you. To see guys putting up, I forget if it's 3500 or what per team, they sweat the draft. And when I would go to that draft, I'd sit at a table, and the fun team, the fun teams to watch were, the confident guys would just put up 3500 of their own money. One guy, 3500 My buddy Reno, who I haven't talked to in ages, i got to call him. Reno's like this gambling expert slash junkie. That, that fantasy league has four divisions. He had a team in every division. So he spent like fourteen k on fantasy football just in that one league. And he's in other leagues besides that. So, so uh, But the ones I prey on are... You'll see guys who can't afford the thirty five hundred. So they'll like get seven people to each pitch in five hundred, and they're all sitting at the same table. So they're arguing over picks constantly, you know, because everybody's invested. And there's a time limit, of course, on how long it takes to make the pick. And so, like with uh, with like ten seconds left, the guy will yell out, uh, "We take so and so from so and so," and I'll say, well, "I don't know if I'd have done that." And then they all start fighting. He's on the radio. He covers football. I told you we should have taken so-and-so. And then I kind of go to my breath. 
Yeah, I might have taken so-and-so. We want your calls. We want your input. We want your help because after this, we've got Dejan. So if you want to make a call, now's the time to do it. 412-333-WXDX. And now the super genius, Mark Madden. No one wants to hear your life story. What do you want to say on my radio show? Hey, yo, Mike. Mark, how you doing? Call me Mike. VX at 105.9. Uh, Mark Cabali, uh, who writes for The Athletic, just posted a story about the Steelers' dollar defense. And there's a quote from uh, Butler, Keith Butler, the defensive coordinator, that, that just ties right into what I said was going to happen with the dollar defense. Quote from Keith Butler, just because we run it doesn't mean that we will run it against everybody, unquote. Just because we run it doesn't mean we will run it against everybody. Well, what that tells me is, and I've been saying this, it's too radical for them. They're going to have it as an arrow in their quiver, but they're not going to use it much or maybe at all. Here's how you run that defense. And I'm no football expert, no no coordinator. But just here's how I see that defense. You play it like all the time. You play it a ton of downs. And you make the other team run. And in running, most teams will be going away from their strength. And they're gaining yards, but few at a time. And when they try to pass, if you've got seven DBs out there, they shouldn't be able to do it. Now, things can go wrong. They could beat you to death with the run. They could complete a lot of passes against those seven DBs, quite honestly. But that's how you do the dollar if you're going to do the dollar, which tells me they're not going to really ever do the dollar. You know what will happen? Uh, they'll run it like three plays a game, and everyone will, you know, yank it and crank it and say how great it was. But let's face it, any defense run, you know, that lightly doesn't make a difference. 412-333-9939 is the number to call. Uh, one part that I want to get into, I think their season's over. I think 61-60 and 60 is too deep a hole. And looking ahead, because as we've been uh, stressing, the trades for Archer and Kella benefit the Pirates beyond this year. They should be able to line up a great bullpen going into the next year, and Archer should be a top-of-the-rotation pitcher. He's the best pitcher the Pirates have. He's better than the, the guys like Nova. Boy, people are really high on Musgrove. I think he's okay. I think he can start, but, but anyway. But if the Pirates go into next season with, you know, basically what they have this year, you lose Mercer to free agency, but, you know, he's replaceable, I guess. Not if they don't sign a major league free agent, he's not. But the point is, they still need more. They need to go out and get another couple guys like Archer and Kella. That's how they'll win. Next year, the team they have to open the season, I guarantee you look at it, and if you think realistically, you'll say, this team still isn't good enough. Let's go real quick to Jim in Westview. Jim, you're on the Mark Madden Show. Hey, Mark. Love the show. Right. Hey, uh, just thinking about Bell, and you know, everybody's talking about him leaving at the end of next season, which uh, obviously is probably going to happen. Um, and with our defense being as bad as they are, and I agree with you, the dollar defense is going to flop if it's used at all. 
why don't we trade Bell for like Matt for Oakland? Yeah, they're just um, not going to do that. I'm just like I was curious about your opinion as to why. Because I agree they because they're just that. not going to do that. Plus, you'd be trade trading one douchebag for another douchebag, and who's to say? Isn't Mac on a valid contract? He's going to have one year, one year left, so we'd have to sign him. But they're going to have to sign Bell anyway, so it's almost no, like no. No, my point. My point is, Mac is signed and hasn't showed up. True. Correct. I mean, I'm I'm having trouble finding his. Okay, here it is. Let's see, Khalil Mack. Yeah, he's signed through this year. Right. Or is he franchised? Maybe. Maybe he's franchised. No, no, he just doesn't want to return. He went to restructure the contract, but he doesn't want to. He's not happy. Yeah. Okay. You know what? We've wasted time. They're not. They're not going to do it. Do you understand? Thank you for the call. No, he must be franchised because he went from making. 2.9 2.9 last year to 13.8 this year. At any rate, Dejon next. And I will decipher the Khalil Mack uh, situation between now and probably next Tuesday at some point. 105.9 X. And now the super genius, Mark Madden. Hey, Mark. I'm super excited to be calling you right now. He's brittle. He's a mind. He's not an arm. He's a brain. He's not a body. The X at 105.9. Uh, 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 a note I want to comment on, uh, the Post-Gazette is not going to publish two days a week. It's going to publish five days and be digital the other two days, and it'll go all digital eventually. But they're cutting out Saturday's paper, which cuts out high school football coverage. And I don't know. I don't know if that's the way I would have played it. Time not to ask Mark anything. Brought to you by Chapino Restaurant and Cigar Bar. Be sure to check out Chapino in the Strip. Let's go to uh, Bill in the car. Bill, ask Mark anything. Yes, um, I'm looking for the the 1980s movie The Wildlife with Christopher Penn, uh, Leah Thompson, Eddie Van Halen did all the tracks, but it's oh Eric used. Stoltz too. Yes. Yeah, I remember uh, that movie. Uh, it's just never on reruns. You can't find the tracks on iTunes or nowhere. Well, movies. go get a DVD. Can't find it. It's like it's never on like Netflix or. By the way, did you know that most of the music that Eddie Van Halen wrote for the soundtrack to The Wildlife, he later recycled for the first Van Halen album with Sammy Hagar, uh, adding words, of course, which I believe was called Fifty One Fifty. Correct. Yeah, if you listen to Wildlife closely, you can hear all those songs. Let's go to. Uh, Dave in the car. Dave, ask Mark anything. Hey, Mark. Right. I just wanted to ask, I know you mentioned uh, you're on the treadmill a lot, and I just wondered if you had a recommendation on one, whether it's a brand or a certain model. I I hope I'm getting this name right. There's a guy who sells treadmills uh, called West Penn Fitness. Uh Go to West Penn Fitness, tell them I sent you there, and they'll hook you up with whatever would work best for you. With, With fitness equipment, I'm obviously no expert but i always say that it depends on the individual so get a hold of west penn fitness and i think they're the only like big time fitness dispensing company in town fitness equipment dispensing if i could just go in there and buy fitness i'd show up every day with a credit card let's go to uh eddie in lower borough eddie ask mark anything hey mark a hypothetical question about ab it's 1975, and Myron Cope is interviewing maybe 
Fats Holmes about uh, the birth of his first child. Fats Holmes, the guy who shot at the helicopters. Yeah. And A.B. Uh, comes in and starts running his mouth. Yeah, it, 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 it's at it different times. He, yeah. He, yeah, wouldn't, but, well, yeah, he wouldn't have room. done it then. He wouldn't have done it in the locker room. Right, in that locker room. room. Well, well, bro, shut up and let somebody who knows what they're talking about speak. Goodbye. That's what Dejan and I were talking about. A.B. would not have done that in the 1975 Steelers locker room because it simply wasn't accepted in that locker room. The coach didn't accept it. The players didn't accept it. Now, in this locker room, the players accept it, and more importantly, the coach almost seems to encourage it. There was a story. Cabaldi was interviewing Mike Wallace a couple years ago, and Wallace didn't want to do the interview, and... Uh, and Tomlin was walking by, and Wallace said, hey, coach, do I really have to talk to this fat bleep? And uh, and Tomlin said, no, you don't have to talk to that fat bleep if you don't want to. I mean, Tomlin, Tomlin's like a slightly more grown-up Antonio Brown. Tomlin has very little respect for people, and his wife can plug her own fashion boutique somewhere else. Let's go to uh, Eric in Uniontown. Eric, ask Mark anything. Double M, what up, man? What up, man? Hey, uh... Better show, All In or SummerSlam? Uh, I know people love All In, the whole concept with the New Japan and Ring of Honor guys. And it'll be very creative, and I'm a big fan of Cody Rhodes. Uh, SummerSlam has a lot more star power, don't you agree? I agree, but I'm worried that it's going to be too commercial. Where all match, match, quality, all match quality will be uh, All In. Star power and production values, obviously, SummerSlam. I mean, I know people want to think Kenny Omega is this big star, and he certainly carries himself like one, but but not many people actually know who he is. Now, everybody at All In will know. Cody Rhodes is a guy. Cody Rhodes is a guy who's going to go back to WWE and be a big star, bigger than he ever was when he was previously there. Let's go to Berserker on the road. Berserker, real quick, ask Mark anything. With uh, Double M, big fan, big fan. With Thanks. Kelly Sasso on the WTA news team, do you think she's the up-and-coming starlet? I haven't uh, seen her. I heard, she, I heard she's very good, isn't she? She is. But do you think there's some jealousy amongst her and Jackie Kane? I love Jackie Kane. I love them both equally. Yeah. I don't know. You know what? I've known a lot of the... Of the uh, of the local news women, and I've you know I've known Sally Wiggett for years. Like I, I I've known her since she was I think uh, seventy, and now she's well whatever. And uh, and I've met Jackie Kane, Ashley Doherty. Uh, I, I know Heather Abraham. I know, you know I mean like I you know I've met them all. I don't sense that between these women. I don't. You think there would be? I'll give you another example though. When I worked in WCW, there were a lot of really attractive women that worked there. Correct. Yes. And there was not a jealousy factor. I don't know why that is. I think that hot girls get together as like a secret hot girls club, like in that 70s show. I completely agree. Like uh, bubble kiss dance time. All right, well, that was uh, okay. And tomorrow I'll do it again, and I'll have a new washer, dryer, and refrigerator to talk about. Fun! 105.9 The X.